0: Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at Ticketfm.com. Here's your host, Jake Bakoven.
1: I've said it for many years leaving this station. Fins up. Fins up, Sorenson. You've said that? <laughs> oh, I always tell that to get Jake at right? all riled up. Uh, the Miami Dolphins have made a big move. It's the big story of the day, uh, adding Tyreek Hill, of course, the fastest player in the league, one of the best receivers in the league from that great offense over there in Kansas City. Um, five picks total to get him, not, not necessarily – I don't think they had to give up too much, obviously, in all of this. Uh, the the highest pick, the first-round pick, the number 29 pick in this year's draft. Also, their second-round pick this year and a fourth-round pick. So, um, we'll give up a little bit of their draft. But they do have two first-rounders next year, so that's something to keep in mind. Also, gave away two uh, a fourth-round pick and a sixth-round pick, I believe, for next season as well. But that's all. It's all pretty good. It's all it all looks, you know. That's all uh, something I think a lot of teams would do. I always kind of think about this, and your and your Colts did the same thing with Matt Ryan. I wonder how how you, how they go through the po- process of making these trades because sometimes I think, especially with like a Matt Ryan, where everybody's trading so many different things to get uh, a quality quarterback in. Matt Ryan's seemingly above most of these free agents, and then at the end of the day, it only takes a third round pick to get him. Did they, did they tell everybody this? Or did anybody else want to say, well, we'll give you a third-round mm-hmm. pick and a fourth-round pick because that would be just as good. was all um, behind the scenes, yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy how it works out sometimes. You know those uh, the deals that, that you know. There's friendships, of course, in between these front offices and stuff. So it's kind of cool to see it all play out. But either way, a big day uh, for Miami, a uh, big day for Kansas City. I, you know, a lot of people are looking at Miami and what, what it can mean for the Dolphins. Does it make them a playoff contender? And we'll get into that in a, in a second. Um, but my bigger question is: This the beginning of that Patrick Mahomes? contract, that mega contract coming coming down on the on the the Chiefs. There's seemingly no other reason um to get rid of Tyreek Hill except for they know that the big deal is on the way. For what it's worth, I think Tyreek signed $140 million, $120 million, deal, excuse me, four years with Miami, so he's definitely getting paid out of all of this, um, and maybe that was brought up because of the Devontae Adams uh, deal that he got, so it's kind of interesting to see these wide receivers, and you know, it, 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 it doesn't matter if you're the best in the league, as long as you're in conversation, like Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill is, uh, we do this with quarterbacks all the time, the latest guy gets the biggest contract, uh, seemingly is how it usually goes, but... Huge day, huge, uh, huge news in the NFL. What an off season it's been! All the, you know, the teams are going to look mm-hmm. quite a bit different. This is, uh, this is some AFC on AFC crime. So it, it doesn't necessarily take away from the NFC that we've been seeing exactly. all off season. Exactly. But it is another bolstered up AFC team. Um, Kansas City, throughout all of this, the AFC West has been um, building up, and, and the other three teams are adding all these pieces, and we're going, wow, they're all going to be great. Along with the Chiefs, I don't, I'm not necessarily taking the Chiefs away from this, but this is a big deal for the Chiefs. I mean, he is one of their their, their biggest weapons um, along, you know, you kind of wonder what, what happens with, with Patrick Mahomes. Is he going to be the same without the fastest player in the league? I mean, this guy is is, is the, the best deep threat in the league, um, and then how is it going to f- affect Travis Kelsey? I've seen people out there on Twitter saying, yeah, well, they could just load up on Kelsey more. Well, it's a little bit more difficult when there's not, the defense doesn't have to game plan for the fastest guy, and you know right. this, when he's in motion or whatever. You know, at, at every point in time, you got to know where Tyreek and Travis Kelsey is on the field. Now you just have to know where, where Tyreek's on the field. I don't think, for what it's worth, I don't think Juju Smith – has been a thousand yard receiver for like five years now. So he's not, he's not the heir apparent. He's not the same. Um, you know, they've got some other pieces there, but I think it could be the end of an era for Kansas city, as far as being automatically expected to have the most explosive offense in the, in the, in the NFL. Uh,
0: that's a bold claim. One, I think the, the the name that's lost a lot in translation here is McCole Hardman. If you're looking at a fantasy sleeper late, I think that's your guy. That's fine. He's not Tyreek Hill. He's not Tyreek Hill, but he still is that 4-3 guy, deep threat. I think he's going to take a huge step forward. I think Travis Kelsey is as consistent as it gets. I think he's still going to be a reasonable option. I saw, obviously, they picked up Juju Smith-Schuster. There have been talks that they're going to try and pick up Mar- Marcus Valdez-Scantling, which, again, he's, not, <laughs> he's no Tyreek Hill, but... A solid option. Um, I don't think the Chiefs will take too far of a step back. I think this is my argument, and this has been my argument, too. Talk to Eddie, 10-11, weekend sports guy, huge Dolphins fan. talked to Jake Sorensen a bit, huge Dolphins fan. Here's the deal, especially in the AFC. It's a quarterback league, and unless you have a quarterback, it does not matter how many threats you have on the field. And my two biggest comparisons that I have are the Browns and the Vikings. So last year, the Browns loaded up. They have Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Austin Hooper, two-time Pro Bowler tight end. You have three options that should be, or at least close to it, 1,000-yard guys. Can't get them the football. Should be 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, if you ask me. Can't get him the football. Don't have a quarterback. You miss the playoffs. My other example is the Vikings. You have arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and you miss the playoffs because your quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Until you figure out the quarterback position in the NFL, you're not going to win football games. We see it across the NFL, and it's held true, and that's why you look at teams like the Colts. The Colts had the best running game in the NFL, best running back in the NFL, a top 10 defense, and guess what? At the end of the day, your quarterback's Carson Wentz, and when it matters, he throws three interceptions against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You lose by 12, you miss the playoffs. Until you figure out the quarterback position, especially in the AFC, you're toast. It means nothing. I think the the Dolphins will be closer to making the playoffs. But I'm going to run you through these t- these teams Bach. and you let me know if you genuinely believe that the Dolphins are better than any of these teams.
1: The Bills. No. Chiefs. No. Bengals. I'll hold off on the Bengals, but as of now, no. I, 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 everybody's just going to throw out the Bengals. They're going to be there for 10 years. Remember, every year there's an the NFL Super Bowl team or team that's close that goes around they, 500 or worse the next season.
0: You're right, but they loaded up on the offensive line, and that was yeah. the biggest concern. Still have some of the best weapons in football. Uh, the Broncos with Russell Wilson. Yeah. Broncos. So that's, that's four. Uh, Raiders with Devontae Adams.
1: I'd say they're on par with the Raiders. I toss up. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's necessarily a advantage either way. Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. I do too. I love <laughs> I love Justin Herbert, yeah. and I think Khalil Mack is a great addition. Oh yeah, to the along with Bosa up there. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely. Stacked up Give me the James, Chargers. That defense.
0: Um, uh, Ravens. Uh that's a toss up. I think so. We're saying the Broncos and Ravens. So,
1: uh Colts. Yeah, I mean, I, I trust Matt Ryan a little bit I trust more Matt if there's Ryan a two-minute drill coming down between the Dolphins and the Colts.
0: And your former number one seed in the AFC Tennessee Titans yeah. with a healthy Derrick Henry. As long as
1: Derrick Henry's there, yeah, they're fine.
0: That's seven teams. You're missing the playoffs. This is a great addition. Don't get me wrong. I love Tyreek Hill. I think he's a top-five receiver in the NFL. I think it'd be very hard to disagree with that statement. But until you figure out the quarterback position in the NFL, You're toast you're toast there's no way around it and i've tried so many times to to believe that it's still the 2013 2012 f- or, uh ravens where you can have a Joe Flacco and win in the NFL, it just can't be done. The hey, Joe Flacco thing, went on
1: a like a heck and he of did run. like a historic playoff. And I'm run, not man.
0: even putting Tua Tagovailoa in the realm or in the conversation as Joe Flacco. Yeah, but I think that's your there's closest no, there's comparison. There's no questions
1: for years about is Tua elite. We're not there yet. No, <laughs> we're we certainly <laughs> Joe not Flacco. Here. That word hung and around then, him ever and forever.
0: Uh, I'd say Eli Manning was in that category yeah. too, and I don't
1: think Tua's anywhere close to Eli. Well, Manning. Jimmy G took the 49ers, you know, one one game away from and the. the NFC football. in the NFC in the NFC, NFC. and uh, I, I just I think that you can have short-term success without your necessarily um, future quarterback in place for sure get type of guy but for the long term you're correct I mean if we're talking about three to four years sustained success you need a you need a quarterback have to. and now it and, and now with the AFC it's not just you need uh, a pretty decent quarterback that can kind of get you over that playoff line because like you said there's there's so many good quarterbacks in the AFC that you Loaded. just expect them to get to the playoffs. Um we'll see how it plays out, but I just I can't imagine there's going to be more than two teams outside of the group that you just mentioned that makes the playoffs in the AFC. No. I I just don't
0: see where the Dolphins fit into that conversation. The, the teams that we list and we had the Broncos and Ravens as on par. If you're going into uh Win in your end game, and you're two attack of and the Dolphins, or you're Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Who are you trusting to make it to the playoffs? Russell Wilson, 10 times out of 10. If you go into win or get in, and you're comparing Lamar Jackson and two Tagovailoa, of you're taking Lamar Jackson. And it's sad because the Dolphins are arguably the most well rounded team in the NFL. Solid defense, picked up Chase Edmonds, going to have a better running game, made some additions on the offensive line. Obviously, they add Tyreek Hill. That happens today to go alongside Jalen Waddell, who was probably the best rookie in the NFL last season outside of, I don't know, maybe Mac Jones. But at the end of the day, your quarterback is due a tag of Iloa. And I don't know if it's just the eye test because I know you went over his record as a starter is 13-7. and seven.
1: Yeah. But I just... And you gotta keep in mind they're nine and eight last year. It's hard to do the translation because they have a whole new coaching staff in place, and that's what I think is a little bit weird about this. I, <laughs> I like Mike McDaniel because he's a little bit quirky. I like him as far as if I were covering the team and I needed a, a, a quote or I needed you know just something somebody weird to talk about. He seems to, to, to check yeah, that he's box. A really good guy. That being said, he's been an offensive coordinator for one year. He's going into his first year of a head coaching experience. That's tough. And so if you're in win now mode, and I don't know if they are, it's hard to say if the Dolphins are because they're basically in test to a mode, right? That's what this is. This, this is, is a if, tough spot to be in. It's tough, but it, it's, it's, I mean, it's better than testing Tua without the weapons, right? That's what Tyreek Hill gives you. Is is Tua going to be the guy? Can he now that he has weapons out there? Can he can he improve his game? They're going to need offensive line help and maybe even a little bit more. I know they got Armstead, but that was an awful offensive line last Terrible. year, um, and especially for pass protection. So that's that's going to be something to to, to look to look out for too. I, I I agree with you. I don't necessarily think immediately Dolphins contenders here. Um, and for years, I don't even think they're a playoff team, Bach. I really don't.
0: Well, I don't see them as a. Playoff how about team.
1: this though? How about how about because sometimes you got to take care of your own backyard before you get into uh, you know fighting off the rest of the conference. Right. How about the AFC East? Are they past? They're past the Jets. Already have been. How about the Patriots? The Jets are a dumpster fire. The pa- but they've been fighting uphill against the Patriots for what twenty years, and is this this seems to be their opportunity? At least uh, on paper, last year they were a game away from the Patriots. Mac Jones did fine as a rookie. I think we've all kind of understand his upside is more limited. Um, So, he, you know, I don't know if he's going to be a great quarterback someday probably. I'd say he's better than Tua.
0: And Bill Belichick is certainly a better coach than Mike McDaniel. Maybe that won't be the case in the future. We have no idea what the future holds, but... Bill Belichick's the greatest coach to ever
1: game of football. Yeah, but all that considered, they were one game ahead of the Dolphins last year, and I'd have to look at the head-to-head. I'm sure Sorensen would be able to tell us. He something. probably would. Yeah. I, but that's the thing. This is the way that I look at it, is
0: a team like the Dolphins, it's going to come down to the last week of the season. It's going to come down to week 18, whether you get in or you don't. And if I'm saying whoever wins goes to the playoffs and say this is the scenario, obviously it's probably not going to be the case. If you have the Patriots versus the Dolphins win in your end game, I'm taking Bill Belichick 10 times out of 10 in that game. If, I, if I'm if i putting money, if I'm in Vegas and I have 100 bucks and I have to choose one of those teams, I'm putting it on the Patriots. Who's, and the, I best think player, who's
1: the best player in that game right now? In The Patriots. Dolphins? Yeah. Tyreek Hill. I think it's Tyreek Hill. So sometimes has, I, I know what you're saying with the quarterback, and yes, it can happen, but sometimes the playmakers make the plays as well. Right. And Tyreek's done that several times for the Chiefs. As as they had Patrick and, Mahomes. Well, even with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes this is what I'm saying is that, you know, and, and he did a great job, you know, scrambling. And, and, but if you remember in that Bills game, of course, there was the, the deep pass to, um, to Kelsey, which he broke off his route. But there was a bigger play that kept him in that game with Tyreek as well. And, I and, mean, and he, he can be that difference maker um, either way. I mean, what do you think about the haul that they gave up? It's just five draft picks, a few. I mean, is this this is pretty solid for the fastest player in the league, the best deep threat in the league. It's regardless of this with whether this makes the Dolphins Super Bowl contenders certainly makes them better. Right. I'd say it makes them better. But
0: here's the issue. And and Jake talked about this. He said if two is bad, you, you have basically you have no excuses this year. You have a solid defense. You made some additions on the offensive line. You have every weapon that you could ever possibly mean. I mean, your running back, Chase Edmonds, is basically a receiver at that point. You have every weapon at your disposal. If, you, if you're if you two attack of I low, you're not good this year. You start from scratch. But you got to think the Dolphins, even with two attack of I low, even if they miss the playoffs, you're probably an 8 9 10 win football team. So that puts you around 20th pick, maybe. And then you have the 49ers first round pick which, again, they play in the NFC, whether they go with Trey Lance or Jimmy G, I'd probably put them in the 8-9-10 win mark. So you're around the 20th pick. So you have two picks in the 20s, and you're taking a shot at at drafting a quarterback in a win-now team, and you're going to tell me that he's going to be any better than Tua is right now? Probably not. So you can make this argument, Tua has to prove it this year all you want. But if you're drafting a quarterback at the 20th pick, I'm not convinced that he's going to be any better
1: than the solution that you have now. Well, you also have to ask yourself, is this just absolute fire of an offseason? Is this the new NFL, or is this happenstance? This is a lot of circumstances coming into right. play. Because you're right. Traditionally, you're thinking, okay, if, if Tua doesn't work out, you've got to get, a, got to get a, another quarterback in play. You have to. Uh, for what it's worth, also, Loki' great signing was Teddy Bridgewater. The, probably the best backup quarterback in the league I'd now. Agree if Tua goes down, you already have a backup in play for this season. And I don't know if he'd be – but he, at le- I mean, he's at least that kind of stopgap type of guy mm-hmm. that if the situation doesn't present itself to get somebody, you can go into next year with Teddy. I mean, it's not ideal, again.
0: It's not ideal for a team that's spending and ready to win now is the problem. Right. Because I, I look at a team – like the Browns, like the Colts, like, I don't know, the 49ers, the Vikings. You look at these teams, and if you have a mediocre quarterback and you're ready to
1: win now, it just doesn't matter. But to my question again— It doesn't get you with, anywhere. Is this is this temporary or is this the new NFL? Because there are a few—like, if next year—because like you said— Maybe the long-term plan is to use one of those picks. They're low, they're, you know, they're not high enough picks. Maybe package them together and move up, something like that. I mean, there's, there's some th- flexibility that can be done there, um, yeah. having two first-round picks. But the other idea is, you know, traditionally you think you can't get a quarterback in the offseason. You're not going to get the quarterback that you want, at least through free agency. Russell Wilson leaving his but team is very at this. odd. It, it, it's odd. But though. look, it's Matt Ryan, former NFL MVP, right. Russell Wilson, Deshaun right. Watson. I mean, these are three of the top. 15 quarterbacks in the league. You're right. You're right. Changing places. You're right. I don't expect that year in and year no, out. No. But I do expect Aaron Rodgers to cause some drama in <laughs> <from> Green Bay <laughs> next year. He
0: might ask for a trade next week, Bach. Right. I, honestly. Right. And we maybe to Miami. Adams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Well, what draft picks are they going to give now? Um, Those two firsts for next year. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> you can have them both. I don't know, man. It's just. I don't know if we're going to see an offseason like this again because.
1: At least at the quarterback position, no, I mean, it's, it's wild just, everywhere. It's, Don't get it's me it's wrong, insanity. but it's 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 insanity. It's hard and to then imagine we have the league's going to be. The, fun.
0: And things got so chaotic. The Washington Commanders were calling the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes was available. Is how ridiculous. Like it was <laughs> it was a free for all. You're not going to see that again. And Dexter writes in Teddy worked well for Denver, huh? Okay, I would say the Dolphins as a, as a team holistically are probably a little bit better than the Broncos, but that's a solid argument. I mean, the Broncos were supposed to be a well-rounded team. You insert Teddy Bridgewater, and they weren't even sniffing the
1: playoffs. Yeah, I mean Teddy's Teddy is where he is, right? He's the backup. He's he's on that fringe line of thirty second, thirty third best quarterback. Maybe a little bit better um, as as we're going as like the top backup, one of the last starters. Um, maybe a little bit better because some of those places are taken by young guys, but um, he's not the long-term goal, but he's a heck of a backup plan. Yeah,
0: and uh, uh, Kelsey writes in, hey, new guy, there have been really good quarterbacks drafted outside the top 20 picks in the NFL draft before. Absolutely. I'm not saying you can't get that guy, but if you're a team that needs to win now, do you really want to bank on the 25th pick in the NFL draft being the savior for your franchise? I certainly don't you you can there are deck Prescotts out there in the world that you get a quarterback in the third round he lights it up insert him into the lineup immediately in your playoff team that can't happen i certainly wouldn't want to go into an off season hoping for that to happen you can i yeah. don't think that's a smart solution you look at the best quarterbacks in the nfl right now i would say josh allen top 10 pick patrick mahomes top 10 pick Lamar Jackson, maybe if you want to throw him in there. I know you're high on Justin Herbert, top ten pick. Joe Burrow, number one pick in the NFL draft. I mean, it happens, it does, but I I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't bet on it.
1: Not. Aaron Rodgers is good. He points out Aaron Rodgers, twenty fourth pick. Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, Tom Brady's an easy one to go back on. But okay, but come on. It's hard to expect. (laughs) It's hard to expect when you're picking twenty fourth to get Aaron Rodgers like this year. You don't even. want to, I don't think there is a top twenty fifth type no. of quarterback. Somebody's going to take him, but like you said, you and I are both on, on the Sam Howell bandwagon. Because I am on. The I Sam think Howell we bandwagon. can. I think you can get Sam Howell in the top of the second round or late first round. And I don't know if there's a whole lot of difference between him, at least as I project in and, and Malik Willis, or you know, I don't can think he pick so either. It. But again, if
0: perfect scenario, say there's, we'll take this year's draft, push it to next year. If you're the Miami Dolphins, you have the team that you assembled right now. Is throwing Sam Howell into the fire this season any better than having Tua right now? Probably not. No. So, it's just... Again, I understand what the Dolphins did. You need playmakers. Mike McDaniel, they're saying he's going to have a similar, similar role as Debo Samuel this past year. And we all know that Debo Samuel is one of the best all-around players in the NFL this past season. But again... <laughs> There's a huge difference in the NFC than the AFC. If the Dolphins were in the NFC, I think we'd be having a completely different discussion right now. I think we would say the Dolphins are probably maybe not the favorite, but a top three team in the NFC. I don't even have them in the playoffs. Two is what the ninth, tenth best quarterback in the in the conference.
1: Yeah, but I think I think more than anything, I know that you're down on two, and I think a lot of it has to do with his offensive line. There's certainly limitations to his game as well. He hasn't developed the way that they've wanted to him at least by now. But there is something to be said. He does have a winning record, albeit like what you said, maybe thrown for two hundred yards a game. It's it's yes. not a, it's not the not, not the way great. it's going, not slinging the ball downfield. But he's had a, a, just a horrendous offensive line. You're right. So all that stuff together, you you can pile it together and say this year was basically whether you whether you got. Tyreek today or not, was going to be time to show it or time to move on from Tua. Now I think you have at least a better idea of um, you know if he fails or if he succeeds, you have a little bit more confidence either way, knowing that the weapons are a little bit there.
0: And at least you know at that point, this is it for Tua. If you don't show it this year, you're done. You can wipe the floor, wipe your hands with it. Don't even have to have a discussion. It's done. But then where do you go from there? You just end up like the Indianapolis Colts, and you're just this revolving door of veteran quarterbacks that if it doesn't work out, then you have to get rid of draft picks. Then you have to get rid of assets, and it's just it's a tough spot to be in in the NFL. And I know it's a lot easier said than done because, like Kelsey's saying, Russell Wilson's, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson's, they don't grow on trees. There's a reason that those guys are the enigma, and you can't bank on that as a franchise, and I
1: just – but yeah, what do you want? Them, but what would you want them to do? It, it, they're they're I, in the same. Posi- there is a lot of teams in the same position of we don't know if we've got our franchise quarterback. And this is what
0: I said: if a third rounder is all that was demanded for Matt Ryan, if I was the Dolphins, I would have called the Falcons and immediately given up a third rounder. You put Matt Ryan on the Dolphins' offense right now. You improve the offensive line. That's one of the best teams in the NFL. But you're banking on Tua taking this leap forward just because he has an offensive line of weapons, and I just don't see it happening. And who knows? Maybe Jake, Jake's probably listening to this whole conversation saying, I'm going to save every single one of these segments when Tua <laughs> throws for 4,000 yards and
1: 40 touchdowns. I hope for Jake's mental sanity that's the case. I just don't see it happening. Let's go to some of your response here on the starting mean, text line 402-464-5685. Dusty says, I understand what the Dolphins did. No one understands why the Chiefs did it. That was crazy. Again, I think it might be the, the Patrick Mahomes money that, that that's starting to I add up. It, yeah. whether, it's, whether you want to necessarily look at Patrick Mahomes or just the salary cap as a whole, I think that that's the problem. And hopefully they've got a plan. I, I don't know if jo- Juju Smith-Schuster is their plan. Um, it, it probably it shouldn't, shouldn't be. be at this. Aldis Scantling, yeah, those are solid guys. You know, uh, you know, kind of in the in the role like a Sammy Watkins kind of yeah. developed his career back up. I, I don't think they're going to be too bad with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey there. But it's not. You can't. You have to remember last year's Chiefs offense. Even with Tyreek Hill, um, at times it got going, but at the beginning of the year, was rough. I mean, there was, there, yeah. there was several right. you know, pockets of that year where they couldn't get anything going. Um, Cameron Valparaiso says, Joe Burrow had a worse offensive line than Tua. Look what Burrow did compared to Tua. I talent, don't lie. Um, that is part of it. Um, then, and, true. Yeah. I, I mean, so I, I don't think right it, now we're comparing the Burrow to man. Tua. No, I mean, and that's yeah. the
0: problem is Joe Burrow is, was, what, third in MVP voting? That's what it does for yeah. you, and he sends you to the Super Bowl. You gotta have a quarterback.
1: Nitro says one tackle isn't enough to shore up that line. They did get Armstead, and that's what he's referring to. Right. Um, but I, I agree. I mean, there's a you know that's a that's five man line. Uh, we'll concerned. see what they kind of have to do with that. That's might be something they still have to get around. And when you think about, you know. I guess there's two ways to think about having the fastest player on the field. Is that the more time you have, the more you can separate. But it's also, you know, at least you can throw it up and he can get down there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> take some bomb shots. That's right. Even without protection, it's and, like that meme.
0: What is it? Uh, it's Joe Burrow going back and getting sacked, and then he just says, "Screw oh yeah, it!" Uh, it. Uh, Jamar Chase is down there somewhere, <laughs> and he's getting a touchdown. That's what's gonna be.
1: Kelsey thinks that the Dolphins aren't going to be too good. Is, is what he includes in there. We also got uh, plenty of response to off of YouTube, so we appreciate that. Uh, uh, Grass says Virginia Tech, homie, bringing the dragon injury ener- energy, not injury. Uh, <laughs> reminds me of the Mike Welch Bach days, digging the dynamic. That yeah, nice throwback to Welch. I like there that. There you go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we return, though, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit of Michigan Athletics. Not too much of it. I'm not trying to bore you, but Hunter Dickens had said something fun today. Also, Jim Harbaugh said something fun the he other did. day uh, regarding Nebraska's game day atmosphere. We'll jump into that next year on the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Coligan Water. If you want to see if your water softener is working properly, or if you just don't have one at all, call or uh, give Coligan a call to schedule a free water test. Call today at 402-251-2309 or go online to coliganlincoln.com. We'll be right back on the water cooler.